This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. There's no place like home for the holidays, or HomeDepot.com for holiday decor, with great low prices on decorations inside and out, like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room, outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online, and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved. With a wide assortment of holiday decor from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit GoldfingerLaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lewis, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors remain perfect on the season by defeating the Minnesota Timberwolves by a score of 112-105 to uh, on Wednesday night at the Air Canada Centre. Um, this game was all about seeing what a truly elite player looks like. Um, I know we've had a lot of good players in this franchise history. Some players have bordered on elite but we have not had any truly elite players. And, uh, yeah, this is what elite looks like. This is what elite looks like. Kawhi Leonard getting MVP chance for the second time uh, this season. And deservedly so, man. 35 points on 15 of 23 shooting. 2 of 4 from deep. 3 of 4 from the free throw line. Could have got there a little bit more. A little bit short on the calls. But uh, finished through contact, which is what you want to see. 2 assists. Three steals, two blocks, coming up clutch in the fourth quarter, two very, very difficult jumpers, sizing up Jimmy Butler, staring at him like he's nothing, and uh, drilling jumpers on him. And I, I got to say, this is, I mean, we saw flashes of full capacity Kawhi Leonard uh, in that Celtics game, especially in that third quarter when he had 15 points, and the way he closed out that game, um, you know, we've seen flashes of Kawhi uh you know, in that uh, Hornets game where he got really efficient and, um, you know, it was clear that that little bit of rest on Saturday night when the Raptors uh, held him out of that Wizards game and he stayed home and he still hasn't traveled yet, at least during the regular season. Um, you know, the Hornets game was very efficient, but tonight, man, like everything was working for Kawhi Leonard. It was, um, I mean, I, mean, I, I got to keep repeating myself. This is what an elite player looks like. This is what an elite player does. All right. So let's just look on the offensive side of the ball, right? Kawhi is so efficient, just going one-on-one against dudes, shooting up over guys, um, you know, 15 to 23, and most of those shots are in the, coming from the mid-range, and I know, yeah, the mid-range shot is not necessarily the most efficient shot, but it depends on who's shooting the ball, doesn't it, right? Like, Kawhi Leonard is is an incredible, 
incredible mid-range shooter. Um, he's so balanced, he's able to get a shot off over almost just about anybody. I mean, Jimmy Butler is about as good of a defender you can get in this league. Kawhi's just sizing him up, fading away on the baseline, you know, like they sent a double team, he still scores, drives the basket, still scores. I mean, the three-pointers are there for him, the catch and shoot, it's, it's, his legs are definitely coming back to him. Um, it's just so impressive watching Kawhi operate. Like, it, it, it's just, it's it's obscene. It's obscene how easily he scores. Like it, it's, it's such a pleasure to watch. I mean, you coming up clutch as well. Like you see no, nothing like just no hesitancy from Kawhi whatsoever, right? In the fourth quarter, you know, the, the Timberwolves made this game a little bit tighter than it should have been. Um, I thought the T-Wolves were incredibly hot from three, 15 to 30, uh, from the three point line, which is kind of out of, uh, character for this, uh, Timberwolves team, but still, you know, like whatever they shot well from the three point line. So that was a game where the Raptors really had to um, have some type of superstar performance and deliver that game for the Raptors, and they did that. Kawhi Leonard was incredible. And then defensively, that's the part that impressed me the most, is just that like he was guarding Jimmy Butler, and we all know, if you if you have watched the Raptors over the last four or five seasons, Jimmy Butler is right there. I mean, not right there, but, uh, but short of LeBron, Jimmy Butler is the second guy that has terrorized the Raptors over and over again. I mean, the Bulls went on a 12, um, 12 to nothing uh, win streak against the Raptors. Then this is a te- these were terrible Bulls teams with like um, Aaron Brooks and like uh, you know no disrespect to Aaron Brooks, but this is past his prime Aaron Brooks this is against like who else do they have like Etwan Moore, like Nikola Mirotic, like Bobby Portis. Like these were like bad Bulls teams. And every single time, it was Jimmy Butler that would destroy the Raptors. I mean, he would just pick them apart. He did to the Raptors what Kawhi Leonard did to the Timberwolves today. And it was because these big wings were always the ones that were were able to look at the Raptors, size up the defenders, you know, like no disrespect to DeMar DeRozan, not a defender, right? They would look at DeMar, they would look at even Kyle, very small. For you know, like if you're a wing, if you're a six eight, if you're a Jimmy Butler type, you look at Kyle, you kind of laugh at him. You're like, I could score on you. There's no problem. You're, you're like six foot. You're like barely six foot, right? And then you look at guys like Terrence Ross, like uh, James Johnson, like Damari Carroll and his broken knees. Like they would just go to town on the Raptors, Jimmy Butler especially. I mean, this guy broke one of Michael Jordan's records. He scored like 41 points in the second half of a game to destroy the Raptors. Um, and to sustain that uh, uh, 12-game win streak for the Bulls. So Butler has been one of those guys, a classic big forward that would dominate the Raptors, and Kawhi just shut him down. The thing is, if you look at Butler's stat line, still very good. 23 points, 5 rebounds, uh, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 6 steals, you know, like 7 of 13 shooting with 4 threes. You can't even argue with that. The problem is, if you watch this game, he was trying to avoid Kawhi Leonard at every single opportunity on both ends, right? A couple of Kawhi's big clutch baskets at the end of the game. When the Raptors would try to screen for him uh, with Danny Green or like Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler was just happy to f- fight and get through that switch. It wasn't because the Raptors were going to sh- pop a three with Danny Green or whatever. No, it was because he just didn't want to play against Kawhi Leonard and, be- and defensively. Like, they probably matched up on like 10 possessions and like Butler couldn't do anything. The only time I remember Butler scoring on Kawhi was on like a broken offensive rebound where the kickout went to the corner and uh, Butler shot the three. Like Kawhi was in the paint. So like that doesn't even really count. There's a play where 
in the second quarter there, uh, the Bulls, or sorry, the, uh, the Timberwolves were making a push, and they had Gorgie Jang hold the ball up top, and Jimmy Butler was trying to get free from Kawhi. He tried a couple of moves, and he decides to try to go backdoor, right? And Gorgie Jang sees this. He sees that Kawhi Leonard has his back to the play. So he's like, okay, no problem. I'll throw a little bounce pass. Jimmy Butler's going to get into the paint. He's going to throw up a floater. He's going to finish, draw foul, whatever, right? Kawhi Leonard is not even looking at the play. Somehow decides to dive in the direction that Butler was cutting and picks off the pass. No look. I, I don't know how he did that. I don't know how he anticipated it was going to be a bounce pass instead of a chest pass because if it's a chest pass, then you don't dive. If you dive on a chest pass, it's just going to go over you, right? No, he decides to dive, and he perfectly times it. Gets the steal, gives it to Kyle Lowry, goes the other way, and then Kawhi Leonard, I think, if not that play or the next play, ends up dunking the ball. It ends a Timberwolves run. The, the Timberwolves went on a 13 to nothing run against the Raptors bench unit in the second quarter that had reversed a double-digit uh, advantage of the Raptors starters had built. Um, the bench came in, stunk it up. Um, and, you know, Kawhi with the huge momentum swing to give the Raptors control of that game again. Um, and then again in the fourth quarter. I mean, I just cannot say enough about how good Kawhi Leonard is. Like, this is just, it's obscene. And I think, I'm not just speak. I, th- I hope I'm not just speaking for myself because I, I know I'm not, right? Like, this is, I think for us as Raptors fans, like, we just haven't seen a player this good ever, right? I mean, like, I didn't watch the peak Vince years, so I can't really speak to that. But, like, by all accounts, Kawhi Leonard is a better player than Vince. I'm starting to have to readjust my um, my expectations because, like, I don't truly know what it's like to watch a superstar player night in and night out, and that's what Kawhi Leonard is. So, great game from Kawhi. I mean, I'm sorry I went on for, like, eight minutes about Kawhi, but he was so good in this game. Um, obviously, he gets the first star tonight. Uh, second star, I'll probably go with JV. I thought JV was huge uh, for the bench unit. The bench unit did struggle a lot in the third quarter there. Um, no continuity whatsoever for that unit. Uh, again, like they gave up a 13 nothing run. It was just like destroyed it. I, I clipped a play that I, I tweeted on Twitter. If you, uh, uh, you, know, you can follow me at William underscore Lou. But like they didn't even know what they were running. So they would just get like shot clock violations. Like it was it was tough. It was ugly to watch. Um, but JV really came alive in the, in the second half, um, drilling two threes and also a little short turnaround post jumper uh, in between the second, uh, the third and the fourth quarter there that really helped um, keep the Raptors alive. I was really worried that once the Raptors took their starters out, that uh, the Timberwolves are going to go on a run. But JV was great in the second half. Those two threes, pick and pop, working with Lorenzo Brown. Um, you know, they look goofy, but they were massive, massive shots. And also JV keeping plays alive, five offensive rebounds tonight. Uh, so to go for 16 points, nine rebounds, two assists, uh, on seven of 11 shooting with two threes in 20 minutes off the bench. That's perfect. That's, that's exactly what you want out of JV. And it's been really nice to see that whether he starts or he comes off the bench, he's still giving this production. Like you see the last game against the Hornets. He also had, I think 16 points in, um, 19 minutes off the bench, and he was very efficient in that game as well. It's nice to see that he's got his JV3s back. I mean, it's kind of a joke, but honestly, if the Timberwolves are, if the defense is going to completely collapse, and uh, they're probably going to do that this year, then for JV to be out there and hit those threes occasionally, it's nice, man. It, it's just, it's a nice little bonus. And today, there were not just a bonus, they were absolutely vital baskets. So good on JV. He got to my second star. And then in terms of your third star, there's a couple of places you can go with it. I thought Kyle was pretty good. 
Um, not as good as he sort of established uh, throughout the season. He wasn't that aggressive on offense tonight. Um, the three-point shot wasn't uh, quite there for him. He was one of four. Uh, four of nine from the field overall with four th- free throws, six rebounds. Still got the 10 assists. His playmaking has been great. I think he's really had the Raptors humming to start games in the last couple of games here. Um, and I thought that uh, you know him you know, throwing some hit-ahead passes in the second quarter to Siakam, um, working the pick-and-roll with Ibaka has been great. Kyle Lowry and Ibaka have started to develop some nice chemistry, and three steals as well for Kyle Lowry. So, like, there's, you know, you could really give it to Kyle. The only knock on him today was really the three-point shooting and the six turnovers. So you could really give it to him, but I think Kyle's been named one of the three stars for each of the first four games. So I'm just going to give it to Serge, who I think he's really becoming comfortable in his role with the starting unit. 15 points, seven rebounds, and assists, seven of ten shooting. Only one three-point attempt, and I don't think he had a lot of mid-range attempts in this game either. And, and the reason I highlight that is because he is now playing so much more in the paint, and he is—he's been very effective in the paint. I mean, like he's had some—he's uh, had some like very memorable misses, like those like missed dunks. I think against um, the Cavs, and then also I think against the Wizards as well. Like it, it's just like sometimes it looks really awkward for him, but like he's been very effective around the rim. Um, on the whole, I think. And uh, today was another example of that, man. Him going to the basket. Him and Kyle starting to work some pick-and-roll chemistry. Kyle really likes big men that go to the basket uh, instead of big men that pop. Like, Kyle's just always preferred to play with guys that can finish inside. And Ibaka's, you know, learning to play inside. I thought there was one other play where uh, the Raptors worked it really well. I think it was towards the end of the second quarter where um, Kawhi Leonard's dribbling up top. He ends up feeding uh, Siakam on a cut towards the basket. And then Siakam... Um, you know, does one of those quick passes that, you know, it was a yak and skills play last year where he would shovel past that to Jakob and Jakob would finish. But today it was with Serge, Serge learning to play in a dunker spot, you know, being very effective. Like I thought he cut really well when, when the, the moment, uh, you know, presented itself when, when guards would penetrate, you know, he would flash up top, uh, and, uh, and, and get, get into that, um, uh, basket area and then just, just dunk the ball. And I thought Ibaka was really effective with that tonight. And so really like you could probably, you know, go somewhere either between Ibaka or Larry. Um, the other knock on Larry actually tonight, I just thought was that the p- triple penetration was just such a big problem. I thought Jeff Teague was just, um, just carving the Raptors apart. I mean, he only had 12 points and nine assists, so it doesn't really look like it, but man, this guy would just, he's so quick, right? So he would just always blow by the Raptors, the Raptors would collapse. And then, then that's how the Timberwolves got their three pointers. And I thought, um, the Raptors just could not do that. Kyle Lowry did not do a good job of containing Teague. We know Kyle can struggle with these quicker guards. He's 32 years old. Um, and, you know, with without Fred VanVleet, who had a sore toe tonight, and with DeLon Wright seemingly re-aggravating his injury like five minutes into the second quarter, like he just was not very good for those five minutes, and then he just didn't play the rest of the game. So um, Lorenzo Brown had to come in for him. And so, I don't know, man. The Raptors had this big issue um, containing this uh, dribble penetration from the point guard spot. Obviously, from the two and the three spots, the Raptors are way better now with Kawhi and uh, Danny Green. But, uh, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, Kyle didn't do a good job defensively on that end. So, going to give it to Ibaka. Um, but overall, it was a great game, man. It was a great game. It was really fun, really contentious. And, again, Kawhi Leonard, that's, that's what that's what that's an elite player looks like. You know what I mean? Like, when Nick Nurse was you know, sort of uh, just openly bragging about, you know, oh, we're just going to put Kawhi Leonard on Jimmy Butler today. That's what we got him for, right? He kind of said it and he laughed, right? During shoot around. I thought, wow, that's a bit of an arrogant comment considering, you know, Butler's, you know, torched the Raptors a lot and he's been an assistant here, so he knows. 
But man, he just put Kawhi and Jimmy Butler, and then bam, it was fine. So um, that was fine. And then in terms of your Gerald Henderson award, then um, I'm gonna give it to Anthony Tolliver for his 11 points and six rebounds off the bench. He hit three threes. That was the majority of his production. But also, just I thought this man died. I thought Demar had ended this man's life. Like I, I just thought Anthony Tolliver, you know, was a cool. You know, Patrick Patterson type that had played all over the league. And, you know, it was cool that he had a nice year with the Pistons last year. But I thought he died after DeMar DeRozan dunked on him. Evidently, he did not die. He, he, he can still shoot threes. And, uh, you know, good on Anthony Tolliver. He's a real solid player. I wouldn't mind seeing Anthony Tolliver on the Raptors, to be honest. But uh, after what DeMar did to him, I don't know. That's a ghost now. So, um that does it for the podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening. Um, if you have a chance to, uh, go watch the Kawhi Leonard highlights. I don't care if you watch this game or not. Go to YouTube. Go to Free Dawkins or House of Highlights or whatever site you want to go to. NBA.com starting to make them too. Go watch the Kawhi Leonard highlight pack and just truly appreciate what an elite player looks like. I'll say this again. 35 points on 15 of 23 shooting. Two threes. Five rebounds. Two assists. Three steals. Two blocks in 35 minutes. Uh, and also a, a bunch of clutch jumpers to uh, win this game. So, great game all around. The Raptors are 5-0, and and uh, I'll be back on Friday to recap the Dallas Mavericks game. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at myhealthpolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for. And done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face. And done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done.